0: Hey guys, it's Tish. Welcome to Women Crush Wednesday, the official platform for us female business owners and entrepreneurs. A space for us to share our stories on how we're breaking generational curses and creating a new norm for our families. Each woman's story is unique and we can all learn and grow from one another. Sit back, take out your notebooks and let the journey begin. Alrighty, you guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. I appreciate everybody for um, being able to tune in with us. I am super excited for today's episode because I, you know, with everything going on, especially, you know, obviously with, with COVID, um, a lot of businesses, a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs have had to pivot right? They've had to pivot. They've had to transition. They've had to learn new things. They've had to rebrand. So many things have transpired since earlier this year. And so I'm really excited because when I first started um, Women Crush Wednesday, again, I started in Sacramento. I just wanted to highlight um, women entrepreneurs in the area, right? And so um, one of the ladies. Uh, literally, my second woman that I um, that I interviewed. We met. Um, I was able to hear about all the amazing things that she had going on and all her hopes um, for this upcoming year. Um, and then a lot of things, you know, were put to a halt for a lot of people. And so um, she's back with us, and she has been able to do some amazing, amazing things. And you know, we're Facebook friends, we support one another. And so just seeing, you know, all the, all the things that have trans, transpired with trans, I don't know what, y'all know what word I'm trying to say. Um, transpired, right? Um, with her over these last few months, it's definitely something worth sharing. And so Mercy, are you there?
1: Hello, Natasha. I am here. Hi, everybody
0: tuning in. <laughs> Man, this is so, so crazy. I mean, it seems like I just interviewed you. <laughs> like...
1: I know. And yet, like, here I am. You interviewed me as Mercedes Hogan, and here I am as Mercy Hogan. and. What? so
0: much to talk about um so let's see where shall we begin let's just um for everybody new tuning in to you um who doesn't know who you are um why don't you just give us um a little intro you know introduce us to who mercy hogan is
1: yes um absolutely so um, my name is mercedes hogan i go by mercy hogan i am a plus size fit model for levi Strawson co old navy um, I've worked for Everlane and 3rd Love as well as a fit model. I'm signed to MDT agency in San Francisco. Um, I also five as a training consultant for the California District Attorneys Association where I also serve as um, in a new position as the diversity project um, coordinator where I manage a recruiting program for minorities to become prosecutors because we know in the criminal justice system it's very important to have representation on both sides of the courtroom. Uh, But in addition to that, um, I am a blogger, an influencer, and I talk about fashion and confidence. And um, I started out um, before I became a plus size model. I am still Um, drifter, and so that was my very first business that I started, which um, was called Thrift Store Fly, which is still active. Where I just taught um, plus size women and women of all sizes how to thrift and shop on trend and dress on trend without breaking the
0: bank. So that's a little bit of my background yes and that is how you know we had first came about was we i interviewed you about thrift store fly and so right i'm just so excited for everybody to hear just all the the new things that that you have co- going on so let's just let's take it a step back a little bit i definitely want to kind of go over you know your journey overall um you, you model Now, how did the modeling come about? Was this something that you were always passionate about? Was it just like a random thing that happened? How did it start for you?
1: Yes, so um, it definitely was something that I was always passionate about. Um, Ever since I was younger, I've always liked to dress um, a little bit different, bright colors, dress up in my mom's clothes. Um, You know, me walking to school, like. The, the sidewalk, the streets, wherever, were always my runway, like in in my head. And when Tavara Jones was on America's Next Top Model, that was the first time that I ever seen a black woman plus size represent, well, that was actually the first plus size representation. She just so happened to also be a black woman on that big of a scale. And I was like, I want to do that. Like Takara Jones is on America's Next Top Model. She's killing it. And I was was absolutely inspired. Um I was like in my first or second year of college at the time and I had really not I mean invested, you know, into modeling when I was younger. It was always an idea, but I thought that I had to live in Los Angeles or you know, we didn't have Instagram and, you know, Facebook and social media and things of, of that sort. So like your parents, you know, had to physically, you know, take you to yeah. things and things of that sort. So I was like, mm, let me just focus on this political science degree and, you know, climbing this corporate ladder. Although I was always interested in doing something in fashion. And when I would see um, magazines and things I, at the time when I was like a preteen and my teens, I would never see anyone that was 13 and curvy like me and it was almost always also awesome. majority white models and thin models and um i was subscribed to the and 17 magazine and you know all the little teeny bopper things of that sort and i like to dress and i was like why does anyone look like me and so um fast forward to me ending up in atlanta georgia um after college, Full Figure Fashion Week um, was um, founded. And it was a one of the biggest fashion shows in the nation created for the curvy people. And so I went to my first edition and I didn't get selected. And so um, I felt like absolutely de- um, defeated. I felt like maybe it wasn't for me. Maybe I didn't have you know, the right look. And so I just went back you know, to my job and really didn't entertain it at all. But um, the thing about telling your dreams to your friends and having supportive friends that believe in you, like they did not allow me to let the dream die. Mm-hmm. So the time I would be like posting like my little bathroom selfies, you know, at the time they're like, you really should model, you really should model, you really should model, you really should model, you really should model. And I, I got tired of them saying like, like you really should model. So I was like, okay, I'm going to actually pursue it. And so um just off of a whim, I started researching like different things for me to be seeing you know at this time you know Instagram is booming um I was working a job but um I think I had just got like laid off from from a position and then I just came out of crossroads and I asked myself a question like Mercedes, what would you do if fear was not a factor and I was like well if fear wasn't a factor I would be plus size modeling like I would be you know pursuing that 110 percent instead of trying to um, climb these corporate ladders with microaggressions and, you know, that seem to have like an attack on Black women, <laughs> which would be like another session, another topic to talk about. But um, so I submitted for a pageant, the Miss California Plus America pageant, um, which there is a plus size pageant out there for anyone who's interested in pageantry. I was like, this will be a great way for me to um, you know, get get on a runway, you know, have a platform, do community service, which I love to do, and um, once I got into that pageant, um, I had to take professional photos for. Um, they had a, a separate competition within the pageant, which was the cover girl competition, and once I took those headshots for that um, that cover girl competition shout out to Deb if you need a photographer in Sacramento. Deb is like super bomb. Hey, <laughs> um, <Deb.
0: laughs>
1: yes yeah yeah Deb, D-E-V, yeah. uh, if you can find like a Deb photographer. Um, but anywho, know um, once I posted those on Instagram like it, that picture gained a lot of traction and then I started um, just like being more creative with my social media to let more people know that hey like I'm interested. I'm interested in modeling, and um, by doing that, um, friends near and far. By this time, I had moved back, you know, to California, and friends near and far were like tagging me in auditions. And one of my high school friends, um, shout out to Tiffany, thank you so much. She tagged me in a um, the the Bay Area Plus um, Fashion Show and Expo, which was my very first fashion show that I walked in in 2018. So. In the spring of uh, in the spring of 2018, April 2018, I won first one rep at Miss America, I mean the Miss California Plus America pageant. That fall, I walked in my first fashion show, and at that fashion show is where I was discovered by MT, MDT Agency. And um, that was in October, and then that November I was faced with like one of the biggest challenges in my life.
0: <laughs> Which was what
1: which was, so during that period, I told you I had transitioned from, um, a, another corporate job. So I was like out of work while I was like, you know, pursuing modeling. Okay. And I received my dream job, which I'm in now as a training, um, as a training consultant for this association. And literally three days after my start date. I get an email from NBT agencies saying, can you go for a go-see to Levi Strauss & Co.? And so for people who don't know what a go-see is, that's when you drive to the designer or, you know, to the corporation and they um, take your measurements and they look at your look to see if you're a good fit, you know, to hire you. And I had just literally started this dream job in, in my corporate world. Three days before I get the email. So, and I don't know anyone at this company. It wasn't like, you know, like I knew my director or I knew someone who got me in. Like, this is like brand new staff, brand new everything. So I'm literally like in my office, like looking at this email, like sweating bullets, like, what am I going to do? Because my nine to five is still my bread and butter, but this is Levi Strauss and Co. So (laughs) literally, I believe, like, my go-see date was on November 4th. I started my first day November 1, 2018, and November 3rd, 2018, I built up enough courage to go into my director's office, whom I don't know, and say, hey, like, please know that this job is my priority, but I have an offer of a lifetime, and, and I need to request November 4th off, you know, to go to San Francisco. And... Um, I'm so thankful for my director and I don't want to get emotional, but, um, every time I tell someone this story, her response was Mercedes, um, this is your job. This is not your life. Mm, And I've worked in like so many different industries and had so many different, um, managers. And this was the first time where I ever had management who was like, this is your job, this is not your life, like, all of my previous careers, it was always, like, you know, this has to be priority, this has to come first, and so then we had a more in-depth discussion, like, how, how it would work with me working, um, you know, my corporate job and modeling, and, you know, she was super, you know, excited for me, I mean, God's favor was all over that situation, because she she ended up really being into fashion stuff as well. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, love God, all over that. And I went to the go see and Levi Strauss and Co. hired me. So they were my very first client and I still work for them now, two years later. Ah,
0: I love it. I mean, you said a mouthful for sure. There's so many nuggets. Um, so many nuggets in there. The the one takeaway just from the beginning of your story that that I really received is you have to speak the desires of your heart. Like, and then you also have to share it, because your friend did not let up on you.
1: (laughs) you. They said, six. It it became slightly annoying, but I'm glad that they annoyed me, because, you know, it pushed me, like, "Mm, okay, I should at least try again, you know? Yes,
0: absolutely. And then really just putting yourself out there, um, that just takes so much courage and, and so much confidence. and. And kind of the theme that I know we're we're probably going to be headed, at, um, I can kind of see is, is really just confidence and, and courage. And so were you always a, a confident person? Because you're one of, honestly, the, the most confident individuals that I personally know. And, and I love it. And so like, what, were you always this confident? Was this just something that you kind of grew into or kind of how, how where did it come from?
1: Um, I, I will say yes and no. So, um, you know, as, as a child, you know, I'll, I'll make, I I was always told by my elders that I was big bone. So I've always been, you know, kind of on the thicker, you know, chubbier side developed before, you know, everybody else. And so, um, again, I always give so much credit to my parents, because it's true. I remember, like, early as four or five years old, like my mother and my father telling me, like, it's not about what's on the outside, beauty will fade, what's important is about what's on the inside. And that's how people will remember you, like everything that's on the outside, like that's always going to go away. Um, So I just really um, embodied that information, like as I grew up and I navigated through life, I definitely was bullied. Like I remember in the fourth grade, um, this guy named Philip used to call me Earthquake. And like, I remember again immediately just turning a negative into a positive. And I was like, okay, you know, wrestling was big, big at the time. I was like, well, if I ever become a wrestler, then Earthquake is going to be my wrestling name. Like, everybody just call me Earthquake because that's like my wrestling. I thought it was like the coolest wrestling name ever. So, um, again, I think that my confidence started with. You, at home with a good parenting, like explaining to me about what self-esteem is. Mm. So self-esteem, having high self-esteem was like my first um, recollection of confidence. You know, confidence wasn't really such a, as a big mainstream yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, theme as it is right now. It was like making sure you have high self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the late 80s, early 90s um, where, you know, where I grew up in other environments, you know, I I grew up in the hood, so I was around a lot of violence, a lot of gang violence, um, a lot of teen pregnancies, you know, go on down the list, and so I always equated low self-esteem with being a gateway to end up out in the streets or into, you know, riffraff, as our elders, you know, called it, and I didn't want, yeah, I didn't want, um, I didn't want that trap for myself, you know, <clears throat> so I always um, looked whether it was, you know, inspiration from like, a Big World or The Cosby Show or Family Matters or, uh, you know, shows like In um, Living Color and, and Mad TV, like I was always kind of like creating my own bubble to create and then use my fashion for expression to um, remain positive and have a positive spirit and a positive mind. And um, whenever I felt less than, um, it may sound a little bit vain, but my mom would say, like, there's always someone that looks worse than you. Like, there will always be someone that looks better than you, so so know that. And there will always be someone that's worse off. So." And that's just facts so that is,
0: that is a that is a fact and and you know uh you also touched on something um kind of just putting yourself in that bubble sometimes we kind of just have to i equate it to protecting our peace so how you know we kind of say that now like you have to make sure that you protect you your feelings your your energy at all costs and so if that's, mm-hmm. you know, watching television, kind of making up this fantasy, fantasy life for yourself, then that's what you have to do to kind of, you know, not so much tap into reality, but create your own reality. And so um, mm-hmm. I really love that. Now, when we connected, we got connected um, in January, which seems literally like forever ago, but it was. Um, literally like was uh, it not recent, it seems yeah. like it was like two years <laughs> <Yeah>. ago, <laughs> 10 months have gone by guys, 10 months. That is crazy. crazy now. So we got connected in January. Um, you know, you had a lot of high hopes for the year. Tell us just kind of how the beginning of your year started and then, yeah, tell us just how your year started.
1: Well, the beginning of the year started um, amazing. I was volunteering as the outreach coordinator for the Women's March, which um, is how Natisha and I first met because I posted to the Sacramento Sisters Circle Facebook group um, about meetings that we were having. We were having a huge campaign on trying to get um, black women back involved with our local Women's March. And I decided to volunteer on the board because um, I wanted to work from the inside out to see, well, why is the Women's March Sacramento not for black women? You know, like what's going on up in here and how can I help them? (laughs) That was the current um, project that I was working on. It went amazingly well with um, the role that, you know, that I played, had a great turnout. And so um, for me personally, I was just kind of like, on the hype of my theme for the year was Level Up 2020. And um, this is a thing about me, and I hope that you will take it and um, apply it to your life. Every year, I don't make New Year's res- resolutions, I make New Year themes. And I started thinking about my themes like around September, October, and I have my theme for next year already, which I will
0: share here first with you guys. Oh, no, I yes. I love your themes. Okay, can you take us, okay, can you share a few of your past themes um, as yes. well as 2020?
1: Yeah, so I'll try to remember back um, as far as I can. Um, let me, okay, so 2017 was no fear zone, and so by then, like, hashtags were out, so whenever I, would post, make a post on Instagram or Facebook that was, I felt was related to, you know, not having fear and just going for it. I would tag, you know, hashtag no fears on 2017. So then um, 2018 was, I watched a great interview with Will Smith where he was talking about him not being like the greatest comedian or actor out there, but he would never be outworked. And that just resonated with me. So, well, I was like, okay, I know I may not be the prettiest or the tallest or the thinnest or, you know, the curviest with the flattest stomach model, but I don't want to be outworked. And I was still kind of on my hype of, you know, being seen and getting, and getting known in the modeling industry. So 2018, it was hashtag, um, I, will be not, I will not be outworked in 2018, like literally, like hashtag, I will be, I will not be outworked. I love <laughs> in- it. You guys can like search this on Facebook and see, you know, those posts from previous years, which um, shout out to my star um, Crystal Franklin, who um, works at, as a producer. And um, she like inspired me to start creating hashtags, you know, to look back at things because mm-hmm. social media is kind of like a diary. So if, if you create these personal hashtags, you can look back on it at any time and it kind of groups everything together.
0: Oh, I never thought
1: about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so moving on to 2019, um which is the year that I actually got signed to the modeling agency, but, but the theme I created like that um previous December was monetizing monetizing my talents and gifts in mm-hmm. 20, in 2018. So I went from no fear zone to I will not be out outworked to monetizing my talents and gifts and what happened in 2019 i was able to use my talent and my gifts for for modeling you know to become signed and so it's kind of like a little manifestation clause I guess you yes so. and i know for at least the past three years it's um it's definitely come to fruition to have like that reminder about what is your goal for this year overall and so um, now I'm two years in the game and so my um, moving on to this year was was level up 2020 which we can we'll get back to dive in about how that went since January till now and the um, pandemic but for next year for 2021 it's successful habits in 2021.
0: Now you said, you know, you said you uh, heard Will Smith, That's, that kind of was your your stem for, for one of your years. What kind of was your um, basis for creating that hashtag for next year?
1: Okay, so believe it or not, uh, successful habits came from a fortune cookie. Like, <laughs> if you if you follow me on Instagram or on Facebook for any amount of time, or if you're a new follower, you will find out that I believe in fortunes not really like you know like telling my life but um I I remember Oprah saying that like there's nothing by coincidence so if that's true if nothing is by coincidence the fortune that you get in that fortune cookie is like meant for you for something I love (laughs) it maybe I can count on one hand like maybe three fingers like I got a fortune I was like this maybe was for you not for me but majority of the time um It is always for me. And this one that I received years ago, um, it says that um, if you practice the habit of success, you will make success a habit.
0: Yep, I totally agree.
1: And right now at the point I am in my career and in my modeling career, it's time for me to still continue to up the ante, but doing that by having more successful habits because um no one ever gets to the point of where they outgrow growth right So go ahead ahead, sorry oh yeah so i'm just i'm leaving myself in to make sure that i'm doing my part to have to develop the best habits possible to continue success and open up for more success. So
0: that's what I'm um, now, are there going to be any resources or tools that you're utilizing to figure out what are successful habits or they're just going to be like healthy habits that you've been trying to create for yourself?
1: Yeah, it, it, it will be a mixture. I mean, um, a lot of the habits um, I've, I've learned this year and I've observed this year, like going back from January and then you know, into February, COVID um, hitting, I was, you know, very eager to, you know, expand my modeling portfolio and go to more, you know, um, auditions and things in person, and then everything kind of just stopped, and when that stopped, um, it it put me in a place of, like, self-evaluating, like, what was I really giving my time to, and I realized that I was still designating a lot of my time and energy to other people and their projects and I really wasn't giving 110% on what I wanted to accomplish for myself. I thought I was but I really wasn't and I didn't know that until everything was shut down and I couldn't go and I was like oh I should be at this meeting or I should be at this fundraiser or I should be at this vending event or I should be supporting this and I couldn't because of COVID right and I was like well if I'm not going here and there or when I was going here and there what was I doing for myself so I wasn't doing the reading you know for the successful habits I wasn't um, you know watching or listening to the podcast or I wasn't reading
0: the book because I was too busy ripping and running. (laughs) Wow wow that's something to marinate in like the sit-in, because I've actually gone through that same thing, you know, especially because we're such supportive people by nature, and so you find yourself, like you said, you're at this event, that event, this event, that event, I mean, 9 to 7 p.m., and then it's like, well, what exactly have I done for myself? What areas have I grown in today? And you sit back, and it's like, I haven't grown at all. And it's, it's discouraging. And it's one of those things where it's like, I got to work on me. Like I got to work on me. And so definitely. um, Yeah, like if when when parts of my morning routine are, 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 if I'm not able to fit everything in, I, I feel like my day is, is discombobulated, because I got to make sure that I'm getting my readings in that I'm, you know, getting in the word that I'm listening to personal development. And it's just like, we get so caught up in the busy. And then when mm-hmm. those things start to go, it's like, mm-hmm. even for me personally, like trying to get adjusted to this Atlanta time, like the time out here again, I've been, you know, I've been, you know, been missing days, been getting into the word because I'm like, I got all these meetings scheduled and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I got to get back to like, I was on a streak and now I'm like, just all over the place. So like, I can relate to that wholeheartedly, Mm -hmm. but sometimes you kind of just got to take a step back and make sure that you're good before you go messing with anybody else. (laughs) Exactly. And so I even
1: titled it um, so I created a word for what you and I are talking about right now, and, and that word or that phrase um, is called a self-audit. So okay. So every couple of months or however often you want, do a self-evaluation or what I call a self-audit where you identify your needs and your wants and be realistic with yourself what have you done to work towards those needs and those wants. And so you have these little check-ins to make sure you're not um, stretching yourself, you know, too thin and then not giving any energy back to yourself. So when I began to do this um, self-audit, because again, remember my theme for 2020 was level up 2020, right? And I came to the realization that for my next level up, I needed a mentor. Mm. Like I can only do so much on my own strength but I had to give myself grace and realize that, hey, you, you're you still a newbie in this modeling industry. So you need a coach or you need, you know, a mentor. And so um, if you guys remember, like March came, April came, everything was shut down. People were losing their jobs, you know, left and right because all these companies and industries were, you know, were shutting down due to COVID. And I start looking at thrift store fly and I was like, okay, well, how am I going to expand, you know, this business? What am I going to do with it? Really? What is the vision? Because now I have this extra time on my hands because I'm I'm working from home, but working from home, it seems like you, you have more time because you're just, you know, at home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe I had more time because on the weekend at five, I had nowhere else to go. So I had more time to kind of focus on thrift or fly and, what that looked like, and um, I was, like, getting into all the free courses, all the free things, because people were offering stuff, like, left and right, and um, I was just, like, attending everything that was free. I was trying to be up in it, right, because I'm all about learning and education, and so um, I follow all of my Favorite models and influencers on Instagram, like any average person that's on social media. And Cece Olisa, who um, is the founder of the Kirby Girls Guide, co founder of the KirbyCon, which is one of the biggest um, Kirby Girl plus size influencer model um, events in the nation that uh, usually happens during New York Fashion Week. Um, in in New York, she um, was doing this free webinar course to talk about like how she navigated through the industry and became like a model for Nike and for Loft. And I was like, man, let me attend it. Because again, free, right? (laughs) I um, attended the webinar. It was amazing because Cece for several years has been like my big sister in my head. And the webinar actually ended up being a funnel for a program called the Confident Creator Lab. And basically what this Confident Creator Lab was going to do was um, CC herself and um, her partner, Jessica Lynn, who is a graphic designer, website, um, developer extraordinaire who has worked with like airlines and all these big other industries, were going to be your coach to help you to build your brand and so again remember level up 2020 i'm all about you know expanding my brand at the time i was just thinking about thrift or fly you know expand, expanding thrift or fly which is um you know all about plus size thrifting and my thrifting finds you know locally and when i travel and so um lo and behold to get into the program there was an application so i was like is the application free and so to apply to the program it was free and so I was just like on a whim like again have extra time let me just fill this out to see what happened and then I got in
0: okay now
1: right so exciting right um but then when I got in it's like oh yeah the cost of the program is going to be three um three thousand dollars wow, wow now your girl ain't doing too bad because i still work the nine to five but when it comes to saving that's not my ministry so <laughs> your girl wasn't just sitting on 3k you know to spend on the confident creator lab so um i talked it over with my boyfriend like you know am i crazy you know to this? and he was like man whatever you put your mind to like you always do it so you are, you know, that you're going to do, it. I don't even know why I'm kind of like skeptical and mm, I don't know. Cause you know how there, there'd be other funnels and stuff out there and they kind of be, you know, you yeah. gotta be careful. Yes. But then, um, I had, tr- I, I've been watching CC for years now and I really was invested in her and her brand because I actually watched her go from being an anonymous blogger to who she is, you know, right now. And so, um, uh, I literally called up three of my close friends that I went to Grambling with, which um, Mm -hmm. labeled ourselves the boss crew. And I called them on Facebook Messenger, like on video chat and explained to them like all of the incentives of the program, which was going to give me, you know, a full rebrand, a logo, um, coaching, you know, mentorship, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And was like, should I do it? And they were like, absolutely. Yes. And so... Once they said absolutely yes. Um, I literally like went to my closet like that night. And the next week I had my very first virtual closet sale to raise money to get into the program. And wow. to make a long story short, I raised um, $2,000
0: from wow. my closet. That's, that is absolutely amazing. Um, now, you know, you know what I do. You know, we help people invest. Um, in the foreign exchange market. And so obviously, there's a cost as well. And it, it's crazy to me when people just go with, oh, I don't have the money where they just have zero lack of resourcefulness. And it's like, you immediately were like, let me see what I got up in this closet that I can sell that I what, what can I make? Like, let me let me find something. And I think that resourcefulness is a skill. I think it's a skill and I think it's a skill that everybody needs to have because if you just accept what is and and don't kind of look past that and try to make more of that, you're never going to be satisfied with life. You're always going to be um, playing the victim. You're always going to be, whoa, me. You're never going to make anything happen if you continue to live with that mindset. And so, I commend you because that's amazing. I mean, $2,000 just sitting in your closet, basically. That's crazy. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I would have never thought, and
1: I don't know, like, I don't know what came over me. Like, I was not, like, on Facebook Live or anything a lot before them. Like, anyone who knows me knows me knows that I'll take pictures for days. But when it comes to, like, video and recording I mean, now I'm more comfortable, but for some reason, I used to be, like, so nervous. And still yeah. now, I'm still a little bit, like, super, you know, critical of myself when I'm on camera for a video. Yeah. Definitely different being recorded or being live on video than just posing for a picture. So, um, but I don't know. It was just, like, well, I... I felt that I got accepted for a reason. Like they didn't accept just everybody. Like there was over a hundred applicants and only 12 people were selected for the program. Wow. That, if that wasn't a confidence boost, you know, in itself, like when I received the email from CC and Jessica Lynn, like I had the thriftstorefly.com um, page up, which is still up now, not very active. And they had like reviewed it, looked at my pictures and look, looked at my content and everything and they were like really impressed with what i had started you know which was still very much kind of like a pilot and so i was like well if they think that what i'm doing is interesting i need to try everything that i can power you know to get into this program to see what it can be and from there um after you know attending the one-on-one sessions and the group sessions and then learning more about the influencer industry, they helped me to merge thrift store fly and create the Mercy Hogan brand to where now I am fashion times confidence. So I'm still talking about fashion, but when I was thrifting and when I was having my one-on-one yeah. clients with me, I found out that when I met with them, um, they were asking me questions about confidence more so than they were about the clothes. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up being a confidence coach while helping them find affordable clothing. And so um, again, by getting into this program or just finding a coach, they were able to help me mold this into one umbrella. And so um, sent, basically since July of this year, I've been um, working on the mercyhogan.com Brand and as you guys can see, like on my Instagram, on my Facebook, everything now is Mercy Hogan.
0: I freaking amazing, right? I mean, your logo is so cute. Oh my god, it's so you. Now, right.
1: Jessica Lynn, she put like both of her feet all in that. <laughs> um, shout out to you, Jessica, because that logo is me to a T. Everything from so this up to the. You know, I go back to, like, 2013, and I'm posing like this, you know. I'm always having, like, the one arm or, like—
0: It is—I—when I I saw it, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Now, was it—because, I mean, you went in with your own brand. Like, I'm sure you weren't expecting to create a whole new brand. So, was it—was it scary? Were you reluctant— when you were switching over? Like what kind of was the thought process um, when you were switching over or was it like a smooth transition?
1: It was not a smooth transition. I was very reluctant because Thrift Store Fly was was my baby. Thrift Store Fly was thought of like in 2015. I am a thrifter. Um, really before this year I could not really well no I I would shop at department stores but I was I would always be like on the clearance racks. Mm-hmm. I had never until this year until we were kind of forced to you know to um shop online I really wasn't into a lot of like fast fashion like ordering you know um online all the time for things so I loved the I love the concept of thrift store fly and reaching out to the plus size community who like to thrift to black people who like to thrift. And that was really all that I was focused on. I wasn't looking at the broader picture of everything else that I brought value to in that experience with being a plus size model, with working with, you know, with old Navy and Levi and like having the experience with these other designers and then you know just the whole the whole essence of me of how big I am on confidence building and how it's really not what's on you but it's what's in you you know so I was kind of with just being so like hyper focused on 13 thinking you were selling 13. yourself short <laughs> exactly I was selling my myself short so they really it took about a good two and a half weeks for them to really like Mercedes, like, this is the best route to go. This is where the money is at, you know, is going this way, boo. Like, you can still do this, but this needs to be in the forefront, like, literally, like, this needs to be in the forefront of what you're doing, okay? Okay? Like, you can still do your thrifting, but you are a plus-size model. And so that just goes back to the whole imposter syndrome thing. Like, I still... I was already, you know, two years in, but here I still am afraid to lead with me being a plus-size model because mm, I'm not a yeah. major's or I'm not a Cross or I'm not, you know, Ashley Graham, but I'm still getting these modeling checks, you know? Take that energy. <laughs> At some point, you have to own who you are. Like there, there comes a time to where you're no longer dreaming and you are living the dream oh that's good
0: wow that and is so, so
1: once once you get there it's not like oh okay well I have all the confidence I need no <laughs> you're still gonna have to maintain what you gain and you're still going to want to grow so you can continue to get your coin right right and so Sometimes that takes a rebranding and it may not be like a rebranding on the scale that I did, but it may be a rebranding on a change of work environment. And, you know, um, going back to school for a new skill or a certification or, mm. uh, moving to a different state, you know, like, uh, yes, it, it can come in all different forms. So I'm just thankful that after the two and a half weeks. I finally got it in my skull, like, okay, rebranding is a good thing. And me letting go of thrift store fly being the forefront of everything. Mm -hmm. okay. it's not like it's dead. It's not alive. It's not like I can't thrift anymore. Right. Leading with the Mercy Hogan brand. I'm leading with fashion times confidence, which opened up so many more avenues. So with the rebrand, I end up doing a collaboration with Target, which Target sent me a whole bunch of free stuff for their fall. Um, wow. Clothing, which is um, on my Instagram at mercy, uh, mercy Hogan, M-E-R-S-Y-H-O-G-A-N. Um, so you can watch that replay on my IGTV. Um, I also did a, um, I was on the Today Show, which is like, I was on the Today Show, Crazy, where um, I modeled a date night look for a virtual date night. And um, I have other, you know, appearances and stuff um, on on television and other campaigns. But those are like the biggest two that happened the last five months during COVID-19 pandemic.
0: Wow. That is so crazy. You know, I was at, um, we had a virtual conference with my company this weekend and we were listening to Bob Proctor speak, um, you know, personal development guru. And, um, he, he said something that I can't get out of my mind. And and he was speaking about, you know, going to the next level and, um, Preparing yourself for that next level, and he was talking about letting go and decluttering the things that are in your life. And you know, you can't talk about you know wanting to get to this next level, but you're not making room for it. Um, you got to make room for it. So like, it's like if you want, um, you know, if you want a bigger space, it's like you got to take care of the space that you have now. You got to declutter the space that you have now. Um, if you want to get to new heights, it's like, you have to make room for that growth to take place. And that Mm -hmm. just spoke to me because one, I'm semi a hoarder when it comes to clothes. And so I always think clothes, clothes, but I'm like, I'm, I'm, I've been saying to myself, like I'm trying to kind of rebrand my wardrobe and I'm like, okay, well, if I'm trying to rebrand my wardrobe, I got to get rid of of some of this stuff because it's taken up space. And so the exactly. same thing with our life, like if we're trying to get to the next level, we gotta declutter, we have to let go. And you had to let go of Thrift Store Fly mm-hmm. so something mm-hmm. else can birth out of that. And that's amazing.
1: Yeah, and, and again, it wasn't easy. And I love your clothes ana- analogy because I am definitely a clothes quarter myself. <laughs> Uh, It's so interesting that you brought up decluttering because during quarantine, I took a whole decluttering course.
0: How was that? I saw you post about it and I was like, I feel like I need this.
1: (laughs) Girl, it's still a work in progress, but the skills and the bad habits that came to the forefront by going through the course about myself was was very much needed and appreciated but it's still a work in progress but i was able to declutter and develop again more successful habits Mm -hmm. to not getting to a point to where it's overwhelming um i love that and i'll be able to tell you guys more about that um experience in december so if you want to um follow tidy revival carly she is like she. Um, definitely can resonate um, to us who are not comfortable having everything all over the place and gain a- anxiety because she used to be that person. <laughs> and one day she decided to not be that person. And now she helps thousands of people just um, get in tip top shape with organization. And she is so patient, so kind, love her. I'm um, definitely her- gonna have to look I- into that. In oh. December, I'll, be- yeah. I'll definitely be sharing more about my my project. Um, from downsizing from, yeah, from downsizing from a um, two-bedroom to a one-bedroom in in Midtown. Oh. That was my first dilemma, and you guys can just know how that is with the person who shops,
0: like, every week. Yeah. (laughs) Now, speaking of upcoming projects, so that's December, I'm curious to see, okay, so what is Mercy Hogan working on right now? Anything upcoming? Uh, I know you have a drop. I'm just I'm just curious to know what you got going on. Yes. Yeah,
1: so since the rebrand, you guys know that I now blog and I talk about fashion and confidence. And so um, I decided to start the confidence project because it was just on my heart and is always on my heart to remind women that it's about what's on the inside that counts. But it's hard to do that when we are on Instagram. And Facebook, where we're still being sold media that tells us to all look the same, you know. And so, um, with our new vice president-elect Kamala Harris, like I was even more inspired to um, launch the project now because we see what happens when women support women. Mm -hmm. And now I want to remind people women especially to support each other when it comes to body positivity and different body types and um so that's what the confidence project is is about in a nutshell so
0: uh, I'm excited I've seen the clips I was like she getting her acting on like I'm I'm excited to see when does it drop
1: yeah so it drops on Friday the 13th so this it's Friday at eleven eleven 11 a.m. Um, at Pacific Standard Time Okay. Instagram. So um, right now the teaser is already up and um, basically you will see a- a- in the teaser, you know, some acting going on and um, just make sure like you go and check it out. It's a little ode, uh, a small ode to Beyonce's song Pretty Hurts as well. But again, just highlighting the societal pressures that women have and- what confidence really
0: means? Like, what does it really mean to be pretty? What does it really um, mean? To be yeah. Is this kind of like a video? Kind of like a documentary? What? What actually is it? Or do, is this just something that we're gonna have to wait to see?
1: Um, well, I can tell you um, exactly. Well, I can share this much with you: okay. is that it's going to be an ongoing project? to get you thinking about what is confidence to you? Because confidence is different from person to person. So that's what I want people, after they, watch the, after they watch the video, that's what I want them to be thinking about. Like, what does confidence mean to you? Because we have so many other things that, that tell us what confidence should be, what it should look like, you know, what size it should be and i want people to think about what it is to them and own
0: that and i'm excited excited. Mm y'all um all mercies um you know contact information is going to be at the end of this but i'm telling you i seen the teaser and i was like this is so good i'm like i can't wait i can't wait till it drops i'm i'm just You know, being on this side and like, you know, watching, you know, some of the people that I have interviewed, like at the start of the year, again, this was just something that was on my heart and, you know, wanting to provide women with a platform to, you know, be able to share their story, some of their trials, their testimonies, and then being able to see what, you know, they've been, you guys have been able to create with, you know, just lemons and and create all this lemonade. It's just like. Wow, I love to see it. And like, it's, it's really a blessing. And and I'm really grateful, because, you know, it doesn't seem like many of us that um, I'm connected to have lacked, you know, for anything in this time. And, you know, that's just such a blessing in itself. And to see how so many of us have actually grown and, and have had success um, during this COVID time, I think it kind of just solidifies the fact that you have to work on something for yourself. Like, yes, you do have a nine to five and, and yes, that is your bread and butter, but you're building, you're, you're working. Like you are creating, have created a whole brand and I'm just, I'm, I'm in awe. I'm like, it's so cool to watch because I love it. I love it.
1: Thank you. Yes. I, I love to see it. And again, I'm, Absolutely inspired by people like yourself who, you know, decided to take the leap. And I mean, that's goals right there. So hopefully if I could ever work up to the point, you know, one day to where, you know, I can take the leap and, you know, just be a content creator, you know, and model full time, I would love to do that. But um, until then, I'm just so grateful and thankful that I'm able, you know, to do both and, um, if you guys want to support me, you can go on mercyhogan.com and purchase a t-shirt because I do have Fashion Times Confidence shirts as well. Um, I'm dropping a new line, Visibly Plus, Visibly Pretty. Um, that will be a Black Friday promotion, a very limited hoodie that will say Visibly Plus, Visibly Pretty on it from the Mercy Hogan brand. So, um, oh, I'll have lots of- love Um, I have giveaways. I have a giveaway going on right now. So if any ladies wear a size 38 I bra, I have a super cute bra that I am raffling off this month. Um, also I have a size 20 super cute, um, cotton on black dress that I, the same style dress that I wore on the Today Show. Um, I have one, um, unopened that I'm also doing in a giveaway. So you want to make sure you just sign up to my email list. Cause I like to give stuff away. Yes. You,
0: know? you are always, always doing a giveaway. So, um, yes. absolutely. So people,
1: um yes,
0: uh, one last question for you. What is, um, what is one thing that you want to accomplish in 2021? Like what's going to be your major focus?
1: Oh gosh. Um, I think my my major focus in 2021 is doing more print editorial work for modeling. And so uh, I'm just really focused on, I'm, I'm focused on health a lot too. Not so much for like, I just need to lose weight, but just health because, you know, I'm getting older. And so um, I want to make sure that I'm not breathing as heavy when I'm going up a flight of stairs. <laughs> you know, health is definitely on there, but I definitely want to uh, really, really push myself even more with my modeling work. So uh, make sure you're following me so y'all can see, you know, the glow up.
0: (laughs) I still got a lot of glowing up to do. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. I I'm just so excited to see where it's going. Um, we're going to have to do like a, a Women Crush Wednesday reunion part three next year, something. Um, I'm here for it. Because I just love to see the growth. And so um, any final last words, any any piece on, on confidence you would like to share um, before we head out? Yes.
1: Um, confidence is a living thing, ever changing. So you'll never get to a point to where you just wake up and you're like, okay, I have confidence. I can face the world, you know, 365 for the rest. Of- no, it- it's ever changing. You have to work at it. Um, and any idea entertained will bring about the realization of itself. And basically yeah. what that means is that I said one day I want to be a model, but are you prepared to do the work to become a model?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You want to own your own business. You want to leave your nine to five. You want to switch industries. Any idea entertained will bring about the realization of itself. So just make sure that when you are asking for things to happen, when they happen, you're preparing yourself to do the work. Oh, that was my definitely welcome.
0: That was definitely a good word to leave off on. That that was good, um, guys. I I appreciate everybody for you know tuning in. Mercy, I appreciate um, you for you know hopping on here with me and just you know I'm super excited for again everything that you have going on. The confidence project drops this Friday. Um, anything that you know I can do to support you, you know I, I'm I'm here for you. So. I appreciate you for hopping on and ladies, I will see you guys next time. Bye.
1: Thank you.
0: Bye. And just like that, it's a wrap. I appreciate every single person that decided to join us today. I pray that you receive value to be able to take that next step to the life that I know that you deserve. Make sure you follow Mercy on all platforms, um, Facebook, Instagram, at Mercy Hogan. That's M-E-R S-Y-H-O G-A-N. Her website is also live at mercyhogan.com. Merchandise is there for you to purchase. The Confidence Project launches this Friday, 11-13 at 11-11. Make sure you guys support so so proud of her guys if you know anybody who's changing the narrative in their community in their family get me in contact with them right you can send me a message at wcwthepodcast at gmail.com and i'll see you guys next week